0: Oh, Michelle. It either goes one way or the other.
1: <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I'll make it do what I Would want. Would you get up there Can and do you? it for her? I
2: always... <laughs> 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 Thank there. you I put it in your I'm mouth. the
1: princess. You <laughs> have <laughs> to do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's not even your birthday. Why are you guys all wearing princess hats? Shut up. We're all princesses. Well, this We're is pretty, just going to
0: be a princesses. show. Shut up. Get your princess headphones on, you... God damn it. You it's just don't that. understand. So, not bad. We got four princesses in the room. And a queen. A- and, a and a queen. Oh, Jesus queen. Misty's the queen. I just, can you just smell the aggravated estrogen just coursing through yeah, everyone's face? Yeah, so veins? watch
3: it, buddy. Yeah. We're all going to come after I you. Just sense,
0: I just sense this going, fine. You guys want to do a show? Yeah, All right, let's do a show. The following right. show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion.
3: Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our Perverted Studio audience. Hello, Perverts!
1: I'm Kathy. (laughs) I'm Michelle.
0: And I am Count Boogie, and here we are on show number 131, and there are... (laughs) Just tiaras everywhere. Paper yeah, tiaras baby. everywhere. There is a tiara uh-huh. because tomorrow is Kathy's birthday. Yay! Yes. <laughs> She has now moved from old cow to extra old cow you and, and you have to add the
3: extra in there. Just the
0: extra because That's now right. How do you feel being older, Kathy? Old and rickety. Does, does it feel better? It's
3: feels is it feels so bad. So bad. So much worse than I ever thought it was going to
0: feel. <laughs> no. At, at what? I mean, this is the oldest you've ever been. <gasps> yes,
3: every day is basically the it's oldest. Like, it's like the worst day you, of my life. What do you have to look <laughs> forward <it? laughs> to? I mean, you, you know, already got be. You
0: already got your AARP. Do you get those? I do.
3: <laughs> no, i get the AARP
0: AARP for our, I don't know I don't think they have I gotta some, start
3: clipping coupons now That is amazing You get thrifty. your
0: triple A discount and Yes your, your AARP All, of, all of those good things For our UK friends uh, The <laughs> AARP is the magazine For older people Retired It's just the magazine It's a, like a whole <laughs> It's a whole organization That uh, helps out people That are 50 and over So it's like the dreaded Thing like I turn fifty next year, so I'm just I I hope they send it to me like literally a day before my birthday, so it could just be extra dickish, because it's just when you get this, you now know oh I'm old, the world thinks I'm old.
3: I will celebrate with you.
0: Here is my thing. When When did you did you get it? Mm -hmm. The day
3: I got it last year, actually.
0: Oh really? They waited a year. They they said hey let's not fuck with them in their year of torment. That's right. Michelle. See. You know what I noticed? What's that? You noticed even though. There were already cupcakes made, however, possibly burnt. Um, (laughs) Possibly. That uh, my Michelle came in and had to upstage (laughs) my birthday givings to Kathy with an ornate, fancy, sexy, purple chocolate cake that I... Store-bought. (laughs) Store bought <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: that I
0: almost wanted to stick my dick in just to <laughs> just to kind of alter it. Don't
3: be butthurt. Your your orange cupcakes were lovely. <laughs> the top half was delicious.
0: <laughs> it's not my fault. Ooh, I, just the tip. The oven. The, tip. <laughs> the oven was kind of burnt and it just it didn't That oven it,
3: sucks, I'll tell it, you that it's right. It's just
0: now. so they're burnt. And uh, So
3: the top half tastes
1: delicious.
0: Yeah, and um, then everyone's like, oh, it's the thought that counts. It's
1: true.
3: So, so it's
0: kind of
1: like boogie. The that's- top half is good, but the bottom half, <laughs> not so much. Oh, oh
4: <laughs> thank you.
2: Oh. I help. I don't even know <laughs> what,
0: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> But yes, I it hate it when people say, it is not. That's it what, you, so. that's what you tell too. a fucking five-year-old, Kathy, well, when they're like, let me look, I made you this macaroni picture, and I slobbered my goop all over it, and, and that's, oh, that's it's the thought. No, it's not. It when you're an adult, too. it's a failure. Get over it.
2: No. Just what? say,
0: own it. Own it. Don't be looking for that honorable mention. Our entire country has been fucked because we stopped having... Failures. Do you we know, started I, telling you everybody know why that I it's don't believe you, th- you what?
3: is because you never say that to other people. It's only you direct that kind of aggression to Because I'm trying yourself. to fuck them, uh, Kathy. Yeah, I agree. You don't
0: say that to people. You're trying. None of you want to fuck me. That's you that's can just right. say, no, boogie, no boogie, failed on the cupcakes." I don't want to fuck
1: you, but what? You did a good job.
3: Yes, that's, oh, what and that's what Jesus.
0: What thanks, mommy.
3: Just like you're only fifty <laughs> percent. All I know
0: is oh. we're lighting both of them.
1: Of of we
3: course. are. Nine. Lighting, you're lighting. you
0: lighting burnt, of fucked course. up cupcake, and <laughs> you, my Michelle's pretty fucking <laughs> show boogie up.
1: Don't worry, I'll eat the tip of yours.
0: That's thank you very <laughs> oh. much. Papi Ramon
1: is in the audience. You know
0: <laughs> he is. He can
1: watch.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it has been.
0: It has been a a uh, kind of a week of.
3: Uh, I'm dying to know what that thing on uh, the first of, thing on Potato
0: Mayhem is. Yeah, me too. Uh, tainted love balls.
3: Did you? Ooh. Taint your balls again, or something? no? Is
0: apparently, we all are dying of like uh, parasite, leg cancer, AIDS.
3: Oh, I saw this. And yes, uh, you guys wh- look, look pretty this. nasty. What look is look all that? Well, a reaction y- yeah, to something. Well,
0: it's a reaction. Remember, let's let's take a journey back. back. Wait, let's oh. all make the little sound. <laughs> Remember back to show one thirty. A week ago, way back when, when yeah. Bunny was hammered and we were celebrating the joy of drunken pirate Orbees, and they were so happy, and I had worked so hard to make them happy—two hundred something thousand freaking Orbees and drunkenness and sloshing—and and they you were guys happy. rolled in them. They and... rolled in them, and I didn't want to get in them, but you did. The next day, I promised him, and I got up to my waist. You know, and I sat for like 20 minutes and then I felt one touch my bunghole and it fucking freaked me out because <laughs> it was slippery and I'm like, oh my God. Were they like all of your balls were nesting in there? My balls them were ne- or- I'm just like, no! oh, were they floating I, in it? And you could see, you know, they're still, <laughs> like, you know, they weren't drunk no. the next day, but they're sitting there like, this is so funny. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I just like kind of putting my hands in it. I'm like, and then, oh, how long did it take before? How long did it take before all three of us broke out? Looking like we had fucking you death. Look, you look chicken. like black
3: widow Spider just bit you all over the place. It's really bad. It
0: was about twenty four hours, uh, oh. and uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the next day, Mew's like, I think I got bug bites, and you know, and I'm like, whoa, shit, goddamn it, I better change the sheets and you know, whatever, and then <laughs> and then you know, because she's like, I got these, and 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 then all of a sudden, like literally, like six hours later, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is this? I got put, wait a minute, I didn't sleep, I slept on the massage table, and they slept on the, wait a minute, and then all of a sudden I call uh, call Bunny, hey Bunny, uh, you got any bumps? Yeah, I'm actually in the ER right now. <laughs> <gasps> no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Getting head to toe. They and where did just, you get these from? Some foreign country, right? Well, they were from China. Of uh, course. But I did look up, I mean, there's a number of things it could have been, it, you know, some people say it was the water, because it sat a couple days and we had heaters on it. And so we didn't put any bleach or chlorine in it. And, but I figured two days we've done things in the kiddie pool before. And so that might have been it, but it most likely was some chemical that came off of the not original Orbeez. These were the Chinese version of the Orbeez. Uh, this is but why did we need look up. a don't
3: try this at home jingle.
0: But I look well, I looked up in the, re- hey, it says non-toxic. I've watched dozens of videos, people putting their children in these things. You know, they get kiddie pools and whatever. So I figured, okay, this is safe. I did my due diligence. And then I looked online and I found one girl who her and her sister had a bathtub full of it. And the same thing, they had it for a couple days. And then they broke out with kind of bumps. So that kind of leads maybe it was just water and we should have put some bleach in the water. Needless to say, nobody in this love family is eager to uh, repeat the Orbeez.
3: Use any of your cheap ass Orbeez. We just, we just, uh,
0: (laughs) and so what's great is I dumped 200,000 Orbeez into the alley. And so it literally just covered like twenty square feet of just Orbeez. and then as the days are going by, there's still a giant pile out there and it's it's cause they dehydrate and they shrink and they go back to orby size. Oh. But yeah, that was kind of really that, that was tainted love. That was uh uh-huh. Yeah, don't touch me please. I cannot stand the way you tease. <laughs> I you love you, but it? you hurt me so. So I'm gonna pack my things and, and go. go. <laughs> boop boop. Tainted doesn't ring Tainted love. (laughs) And if it, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So if it rains every time it rains, you know, then all of a sudden the Orbeez will reappear and fucking Catholics will come and pray over it. We'll like make it in the shape of Virgin Mary and put a fucking bun in the middle of it. And so, yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. That was it. Yeah. So that was fail. And then, um, I just wanted to ask a question by show of hands on your opinion. Does knife play count as foreplay? Yes.
1: Yes. Fuck yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Uh End of conversation. End of conversation. Good. Well, because we're done. Yeah, because thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh oh, that one. Uh, Sorry. No, because last night, um, you know, Mew was kind of like, oh, let's let's do some frisky. I'm like tired. It's the end of the day. It's hot orientation. I'm like, oh, when she's like. Oh, you know, and I I know that, you know, she has to have her orgasms so she can get to sleep. And -hmm. she's like, can we just do some foreplay? You know, and and I know, you know, as a guy that's, you know, has troubles with erections, when that boner's there, it's time to fuck. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. So I'm like, so you had
3: taken one of your pills, this what? No, did. I didn't. No, had-
0: so I'm going au natural, which is you know just fucking spin the roulette wheel and see what happens, <laughs> and uh, and so I'm like, ha, ha, and we know that this is kind of an awkward thing to be like if I cuddle and stuff like that, I'm most likely just it's you know it's cuddly, but it doesn't whatever. So my <laughs> instant thought is quick, grab a knife.
3: Oh, Boogie, uh, man. No,
0: grab, that is your yeah. go-to? I grab a <laughs> knife and I start cutting her back and she starts bleeding a little bit. Oh. And, then, and, I fuck hard. and oh. then I get her. Oh, my and God. I fuck her and, 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 oh. I, and I'm like, like that, honey. And she's all, that's not exactly, it was hot. <laughs> it, it was hot, but not exactly uh, what I was thinking. So I figured I would oh. ask the room. We're if with that, you. If that counted as that actual was foreplay. foreplay yes. Okay, good. Sorry, Pumpkin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you fucking asked out. Get over it. I, I, I sought a jury of my peers. And uh, <laughs> and
3: we are your peers. So, Kathy,
0: yes. now last week, um, apparently you got butt hurt because we. Uh
2: oh. But I listened,
0: I listened to the show. There during, we go. I listened to the show during Potato Mayhem and I said, Kathy, what's going on with you? And then you said, well, nothing, you know, compared to what. What you're doing, and so I just skipped over the thing that I thought, but I had apparently skipped over your thing you wanted to talk I'm about. I'm not going
3: to talk about that now. My God, oh. that's so over. What? I can't believe you're bringing this up now.
0: What? It sounded like something funny. So, <laughs> no. I, I so want to
3: talk to Unger and see what's going on in the chat room.
0: What? What What, what was it? What? It's over. Michelle? See? What have you been doing? <laughs> Everyone gets a chance.
1: I have a boy in chastity. Oh, yes! She's got a boy now that she...
0: Is it plastic chastity device or metal chastity device? Right now it's
1: plastic, but... Um, it was so funny. We were out in public together, and I was like tapping on it. He's like, yeah, I can't feel that. I go, tap, tap, tap. How about that? He's like, no, I can't feel that. And I go, punch. You felt that, right? Nice. He's a very
0: nice guy. Very, very he nice. Uh, Ramon, guy. Papi Ramon. Hi, Papi? Well, I would say you get spankings for being late, so Kathy, uh, I guess you got to- What? He's <laughs> late. Papi you Ramon just walked in 15 minutes into to the sit. show. Yeah, there's a chair over there. Oh, okay. Oh, you he sit gets over upset there. by the pretty mew. mew. By the
3: pretty naked poor, girl.
1: Poor Poppy.
2: I know.
0: <laughs> so I'm going to be <laughs> late tough, more tough often. Job. I don't know where the fuck Bunny is, but, you know, <laughs> she's late too. So you got a boy in chastity. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he can pee with that thing?
1: Yeah, he just has to sit.
0: <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> Very humiliating. And so does
0: it restrict the erection or does it yes. completely... How do you restrict an erection? It just hurts.
1: Yeah, it just, it. just uh, there's nowhere for it to go. And so it just kind of like, it keeps it down. Uh-huh. I, I made them watch um, lesbian porn, lesbian BDSM porn too. Uh, oh, it's dickish. <laughs> yeah. it oh my God. You're such an asshole. Like, yeah, go ahead and put it on. You wear it for tonight and you go watch some porn. And I was like, <laughs> send them like sexy stuff and, you know, oh, you remember when this? And, oh, I can do that to you. And, oh, God
3: so evil. Yeah. <laughs> that was good.
1: Is this the same lovely girl who
3: got me a cake and balloons? And, uh-huh.
0: and there's a used imagine. chastity device <laughs> <laughs> baked into it. Ha ha on you, Kathy.
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that smells like Hollywood. Why does this cake smell like Hollywood? It's a little <laughs> y- little yearny. God. Lighting my candle first. All
3: right. Well, light the candle on your orange icing cupcakes, okay? It was
0: orange. That's your favorite just, color. Yes,
3: it was. Thank you, Boogie. Just the tip. Just the
0: tip. Unger.
2: Unger?
3: What? Hi. Oh,
2: hi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
0: Hello, Cherry Arnold. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You seem to be uh, bright and spunky today. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's a
4: fantastic day. Fanta- t- well, tomorrow's a fantastic day, but for the listeners, tomorrow's today will be yesterday. So <laughs> I'm talking about it today. Like so they'll hear it today, which is tomorrow. Is this like huh? that fucking movie Inception <laughs> no. or I'm yes. Dreaming? No, it's not Inception.
0: <laughs> I'm actually dreaming and my balls are. No, in Dream Bunker almost came out tonight.
4: He almost came out tonight. But but I'm too excited what are you wow. excited about? My favorite holiday is tomorrow. Or today if you're listening after this is posted.
3: Alright, we get it. What
0: is it? Crap is knocked. What? Crap is knocked! I hey, you take that to the bathroom, buddy. What the <laughs> fuck? What? He just said crap is crapping monk or
4: something. Crapus knocked.
3: Krampus, not, what Krampus is that? Oh, that's oh, is that Krampus? It's when Krampus comes out!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know what he's talking
3: about. It's, it's a Christmas
4: demon. It's the
1: Christmas demon guy. And he
4: follows St. Nicholas, and he comes out and beats all the bad people with with, with switches and birches. Why do I know this? This is And yeah. then so people familiar. give them alcohol yeah, when they come to crampus. their house.
3: Did you make this up?
4: No! It's this German. is an
3: ancient... <laughs> He's just getting Ancient angrier and angrier. Alpine
4: tradition. Are you crapping? Come
0: on! <laughs> Come on! Unger, uh, Arnold Unger. What? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna say the amount of Nyquil you've been you've been taking.
3: Look at him; he's hopping up and down in his <laughs> chair. I know where I heard this before. It was on an episode of the League.
0: The what? I, I don't
3: understand. know. Oh. Somebody got really mad at the Santa at the mall Santa yeah. and wanted to say, why isn't there a Krampus or something? And so he dressed up as it himself. It and has more really so popular than he over
4: the last few years. Um, I first found okay. out about it about 2002. So I've only known about it very little amount of time relative to the overall history of Krampus. So oh. so how are you so going so 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 to
0: celebrate it? You're just well, going to dress up and go beat people with switches.
4: <laughs> oh. I just have the switches. <laughs> the next thing I'm going to be learning is woodworking so I can make my own Krampus m- mask
0: a oh cramp crampus me-
4: I don't want to know
0: I'm all but, crocus but, but wasn't that a so lame many 80s kinks metal band off
4: too <laughs> there's so many kinks involved with Krampus. you have switches you have costumes you have if you're into furries you're dressed up as goat people so especially mm. an- a- uh, anamorphic furries you're you got that going you've got mass you've got fear play you've got fire play going because they're walking around with torches because it's night time when they're walking around. It's
3: basically a kink holiday. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Do
4: you know what, what I, like? I love it so much. <laughs> Do you know what I like about Unger? <laughs> you
3: never have to tell him talking to the mic. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> never. I have him like at quarter volume. <laughs> <laughs> but what what See, what people don't know at home is that Unger's been sick for three days and taking NyQuil, <laughs> uh, which is like liquid Jaegermeister schnapps stuff. And which is
4: what they give out! That's oh my
2: god!
0: When you come to their houses! This is what happens when Unger sleeps. When <laughs> Unger doesn't sleep, he's very sedate and mellow. Oh Lord. You give Unger a good five this hour night rest sleep. In this is rested <laughs> Unger. This is I'm well, actually... Affa-
3: I'm afraid to ask what's going on in the chat room.
4: I don't know. I've been talking to you. Oh, my uh, God. We were talking about, like, 80s music on vinyl for a while and stuff oh, like that. that's always good. Uh, but, oh, then I asked the question, because it's my favorite holiday, what uh, holiday kinks and scenes do you have uh, or have you done? Huh. Oh. So how do you, how do you correlate <laughs> holidays? It could be any holiday. I just throw it out there as holidays into kink.
3: Well, if it's Easter, Boogie dips his balls in dye.
0: I do, <laughs> yeah, I, I love do that. blue dye. I do dip my dye. Oh. and we do um, fuck girls with uh, the extra candy large cane. candy canes yes, that that's you get. True. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I'm it's sorry, not that Mew. Good. I'm sorry, Mew. Once you get a little sore, yeah, <laughs> it becomes <laughs> quite no sticky. It was not fun. Uh-huh. It was great pain, but man, the video it made. It was great. I just I, I had a Christmas song, I, I had a one in the cooter and one in the pooter and I was going oopa loopa something <laughs> something candy caney mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and she was yeah, it was a little painful. But we're gonna do it on the show this Christmas because um Christmas and New Year's both fall on the Mondays that we record the so show. So we will be here. So it's literally going to be Kathy, me, and, and Mew. That's and, it. And if Unger, <laughs> if Unger has no life, he'll show up. <laughs> and then on Christmas, we'll put a candy cane. We'll put, but we'll wrap it in towels yeah. co- to make it a little more comfortable. I might have. Are overseen. you going to
1: make pussy cookies too? You got to make pussy cookies for, for Christmas? Christmas. Yeah, and then
0: like sugar, oh, sugar cookies. Yeah. Okay, oh, so candy. Oh. But Do will you come on Christmas if we don't no, you know no. their
1: family?
3: Oh, so you're just I dropping
0: have, ideas, and ideas and not helping it. The- yes. OK, fine.
3: only losers who have no life need apply. That's right. <laughs> Look, yeah, there's a few <laughs> of us. Apparently,
0: we're going to have a lot of people here on Christmas. Come down for Christmas, and we'll have candy cane vaginas. Maybe and, I'll uh, do it on New Year's. Maybe, maybe pussy cookies. New Year's Day. Yeah, we're doing New Year's Day. Okay. All right, very good. Gotta get your kink right, all types on fat life. Finger in the pee hole for some, it's a big delight.
3: For your peace of mind, please know that the...
0: <laughs> for your pee hole of mind?
3: <laughs> no, peace of mind, not pee hole you... Please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. And today we have a post by Feral Starr called Baby Steps Are Over. I Came Out to My Parents. So I usually, and you guys know this, I fucking butcher the hell out of these posts and I pick and choose. Okay. And this one is even worse because she wrote a beautiful long piece. Uh, I'm not even going to do it justice, but at the point where I'm going to start talking about her posts, she and her family are in the, she and her parents are out on the porch. And she's already come out to them and everything comes out great. And so she says, my dad went inside for something, but I sat outside with my mother for another hour or so. And I remember asking her, is this like one of those moments when a gay kid comes out to his parents and they just smile and they say, we knew? My mom reassured me that this was exactly like that. And she added, we knew you were going to be different when you were 18 months old. Pantera's Cemetery Gates was playing, and you tore off your onesie and got up to dance naked on the coffee table.
1: Aww.
3: And then my mom did something I never expected. She told me she was proud of me. My high strung, high standard mother told me that she was proud of me. She leaned over and held my hand and told me, Keep doing you. Don't let anything keep you from what makes you happy. She then got up and went inside and let me sit there baffled.
2: Wow.
1: Oh, that's Very amazing. Nice.
3: So let's, I I know look I just wanted to choose this because every, look, we had this was a, a a good ending and we don't have a lot of those.
0: Let's now. just take a moment and realize that sometimes it does end good. And that's what I had to do. My instant cynicism and go lucky you and whatever but I just then had to sit back and I had to say how awesome that this this young lady's parents I think she's younger um was able to have this conversation with her parents and it did go well because it is very rare and we're going to talk about the rarity and stuff like that. But first let's celebrate the fact that sometimes it does go well and, you know, people do come out and maybe it's a little tumultuous in the beginning, but eventually the parent realizes they love their kid and they want to see their kid happy and so... I just had to literally stop myself from my instant. Well, which I'll get into. Um, of course, and you I will. And I just had to say, congratulations! That is that is awesome. I kind of figured when. The, the parents were listening to fucking Pantera,
5: <laughs> of you know, good. not
0: like the Mormon hits of propriety, you know, when she was a kid. <laughs> so I kind of figured with that, OK, maybe we're dealing with some parents that are at least a little more liberal.
3: Yeah. But you you know that if somebody comes out as gay, uh, I'm not saying that one is easier than other. But these days it's more, I would say, accepted and understood versus her telling her parents. Hey, I'm submissive and, and I, I like hit, to be yeah, hit. People, yeah. yeah. The yeah, first absolutely. thing that comes into your mind is what's wrong with you? You need to go into therapy. You're being abused. Sure. It's very right. misunderstood.
0: And that's so that's what uh that's what Mew went through with it, that first initial. Her mom turned around and did the same thing. You know, it took her a couple days, am I right? It took her a couple days, but then she came very quickly and said, "I'm proud of you for being yourself and standing up for yourself." So it does work out, but it is it is very rare, and what what I wanted to talk about, and and you guys go ahead and give your thoughts first because I have a whole spiel thing.
1: Well, for me, I came out to my girls, and they're older; they're they're going to be uh, twenty one and nineteen. And I came out to them as being kinky, and they're I, you know I both sat them down, and I'm like, so I need to tell you something. They kind of look at me, cock their head, and uh, you know I told them that. What I was doing—that I was going into BDSM parties and stuff like that—and that I, I host a party and that I, I do a munch and you know that I'm very active in the community—and they just looked at me. and They're like, "Oh, so do you just like have sex with a bunch of random people?" I'm like,
2: Ew. "Yeah." I go, Ew, no." Duh. I go, Ew, no," I just hit them. <laughs> and
1: they're just like,
2: ah.
1: <laughs> but you know, they—they they are. Uh, I, I can talk to them about stuff, and I've you know told them and like if you have any other questions about it, I would be more than happy to you know answer any of them. And like even tonight, I told them, oh yeah, I'm going to go to the podcast where they do kinky discussions at the club, and and so they know know what I mean when I say I'm going to the club. But um, yeah, and they're they're like, yeah, okay, whatever.
0: And this was com- yeah, coming, yeah, coming out to your kids, which yeah. has got to be a whole another.
1: It's a whole nother thing. A because whole nother it's thing.
0: Like, Because they look up to you, you want to keep that image of them respecting you, Yes, and then to put something like that, then you don't know what they're, yeah, you know, and hopefully because the younger generation's a little more exposed via the internet and stuff like that, that it's not maybe a shocking, but that's still got to be...
1: It it was still very nerve-wracking because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want them to think less of me or not, them not to respect me because I'm a little bit of a kinky freak. But um, you know,
2: really, a little Miss
1: says. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, I, I tell you, I look at my girls, and they're both like very dominant young women, and it's like uh, I could show you some stuff. But you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're all here's what balls do.
1: I'm show you. Here are
0: some of the things balls do that they yeah. don't talk about in the joy of sex. <laughs> right. That but, is that. But yeah, that's an, another good success. So go track. ahead, though. Yeah.
3: You will have something you want to say.
0: Um, oh, goodness. And well, we go. I came from a completely different. I think it's it's pretty normal for most people, for most humans. There is a thing where you want your parents' acceptance, even in cases which we've all seen where the parents are actually kind of shitty people there is still kind of that weird biological codependency on your parental caregivers and i know so many people who have just really sought that validation so this having this conversation and telling your your parents or one parent That you are a way that you know society doesn't understand and you know your parents, you know that there's a chance that they may rebel. And even for good reason, there's nothing wrong with assuming that when your parents don't know about kink, just like Kathy said, the first thing they're going to see is that here's my child. They like to be beat or here's my child. They like to do this. So those are the reactions you kind of would hope your parents would first have in ignorance. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that, but just that fear of rejection, that fear of of growing up and wanting this validation from your parents is is something that's very natural. So it's very nerve wracking in the first place. Myself. I had a very abusive childhood, so I was on the defensive from a very early age. I did not seek the validation from my parents because they were actually kind of shitty people at the time. My dad got sober, he's been sober 30 years. I get along with them now, but when I was a kid, he was a he was he was a fucking dick. So so I didn't seek that validation at any point. I didn't seek that I'm proud of you son, you know, but I wanted to hear it from I still had the desire to hear it, but I wanted to hear it from Brian May of Queen and my fantasies when I was like 10 that he was because I was adopted. I used to fantasize he was my father. And so uh, before I got into Led Zeppelin and then Jimmy Page and all, and John Bonham and John Paul Jones and Robert Plant were all my idols and I wanted their pride. And then when I got into religion, I had that dream of this God, you know, being proud of me. So I understood The fear of that rejection, I just put it in other places, but what that gave me the ability to do that a lot of people don't have who do have close relationships with their parents is I had to learn how to validate myself. I had to learn how to be proud of myself. And let me tell you, with a life of bad choices, drug addiction, food addiction, and just overall bad, bad self choices, that was a difficult enough thing to Overcome too. But I had to get to that point to where no matter how my parents viewed me, how people that I cared about, that I had that kind of power exchange with, viewed me, I still had to learn how to be proud of myself. And I think before anyone goes into the conversation with their parents, family, brothers, sisters, that there's a risk of rejection, before you go into that conversation, you need to sit with yourself. And be okay with yourself, whatever that response is. Because if not, you may not get that validation. And most people's parents and family, it's going to change the dynamic of your relationship. And in most cases, it's going to be kind of negative. So if you're not proud of yourself, if you don't go in and look in the mirror and say, no matter what happens, I feel good about who I am. I hope that they accept me. I hope that they love me. I hope that this builds more strength and intimacy. Like in Michelle's case, you can now have more honest conversations Mm -hmm. with your kids. You don't have to hide something. With Mew, Mew is very close with her mom, so it's very great that she can not have to kind of dance around where she's going and things like that. But it is so devastating when people come out to their families and they get rejection and they haven't prepared themselves and they have banked on that acceptance. So I really wanted to just put out there before you have that conversation, really sit down with yourself and do that work.
3: And I would say that goes for any uh, if you're on the fringes of society in any way, polyamorous, if Sure. If you are on anything that's going to be unusual, that's that's non-conventional,
1: it, you're you're right. It's yeah. best to prepare for the worst. Yeah, I haven't gotten there. With the Polly thing with the kids yet? I mean, not yet. <laughs>
3: it's
0: okay. One if, thing at a time. It's okay <laughs> if you kick people in the balls, but you know,
2: yeah, right.
1: If
0: you got two sets of balls and one of them's You're not dad, now, now, I don't know. I, I would have thought my parents were heroes. <laughs> I would have been like, rock on. I got to admit, though, my mom's dead, fucker. Um, but uh, I remember the way I found out that she had an affair with some dude Uh and uh, I was like 15 14 15 and my mom had some award thing she was a journalist and uh she went up and they let me get drunk because I was a drunk as a a young kid and so this was my this was literally the one time I hung out with my mom and we were actually civil with each other because we both got drunk at this event and you know there's some guy presenting you know and brought her up and and uh and so we're sitting in the car, we're driving, and I'm already hammered. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually hammered with my mom. This is, we're actually getting along. And we're driving, and we park at the next place. And she goes, hey, you know that guy that uh, presented? She's all, yeah, I had an affair with him. Your dad and I almost divorced over it. And they got out of the car. <laughs> so prepare. <I'm> <laughs> Just take a little time to prepare. <laughs> Because I just sat there and I just was like, "Huh, oh, rock on." She's like, "Oh, well, he's been, you know, he he had this and he he did that and and she just did, and and I'm just like, "Well, thanks, mom." She's the <laughs> one that used to slap me in the middle of the night, drunk, and accuse me of being gay when I was like 12, 13 years old oh, because wow, I had pimples nice and story. couldn't get a. Oh date. my god! She would go, "Wake up!" And I'd be like, "What?" And she's all, like, oh, "You're gay, aren't you?" <laughs> I go, no, mom. I just can't get a date. And the dog's like, what's up with this? She'd be like, look, you're gay. We know your, your father and I have talked about it. I just need to know are That's you gay?
4: Horrible. How do we go from a really
3: nice story from Feral Star about coming out to her parents? I just want to
0: first, I'll tell some great fucking stories about my killer mom. but But the other thing is, is once again, you may not get the reaction that you want. And you have to validate yourself, validate, surround yourself. And if you don't get that validation from your parents, I have people who represent family to me in this lifestyle Mm -hmm. that I know either online or that we deal with or that we reach out in the show. And I know it may not be a blood family or whatever, um, but I have family. I have people that I look to as a sibling, as an authority, as a mother, as a father mm-hmm. that I learn things from. And those people validate
3: me. Yeah. And we've read people's posts, people's emails on this show in which things don't go well. And they do find their own family, their own friends. They, yeah. have, they have love to fall back on. And it's great to hear those, too. It always breaks my heart when things don't go well. But, gosh, it sure was nice to hear a, a nice story for a change. So. You're don't. gay. <sighs>
0: <laughs> You're gay. Blue light weird.
3: special. You're gay. Go to Unger, please. I, I'm
0: not gay, Mom. And literally, literally, she walks away like this. She just goes, gay.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs>
0: In the morning.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say that to you in the, in the hallways. You have G- to. <laughs>
0: gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. I just can't get a date. I have zits.
4: <laughs> What's up, Unger? Gay. Uh, just a quick note. Uh, Feral star actually came into the chat for the first time, like, just
0: now.
3: Oh, my God. Did you tell her we're talking about yes, it I first? Did.
0: <laughs> fair, fair. Oh, is that the person who wrote the story? Oh.
3: Yeah. oh, very cool. Welcome. Tell her he just came in. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> Are we supposed to do something
3: Then then, Now we go on, Boogie. I'm like... "Eh." This is from Michael. He sent us an email in which he says, I just discovered PP recently and I am loving it. Actually, more than that. It's literally changing my life. Your fun-loving and down-to-earth treatment of all things BDSM, combined with Alicia, an equally fun-loving and non-serious BDSM woman who recently entered my life... Have made me see and enjoy my own sexuality in a completely new way. Life is short, and I'm going to have fun with this instead of knocking myself for it. I'm working to catch up on past shows, but I'm still far from being a pee-pee zombie.
0: Getting close to the zombie. Oh,
3: nice.
0: <laughs> Getting <laughs> close <laughs> to
3: writing and saying I want my button.
0: Oh my goddamn button! They keep coming. <laughs> yeah, you keep poking me. You keep poking me. <laughs> Go ahead, just poke me. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Gay I'm not gay I'm not gay mom You got
1: have a button That says that Just gay
0: <laughs> Gay yeah. Gay Boogie
1: Laz we need another button <laughs>
3: Boogie's gay
0: Boogie's gay You're gay Holly is great Holly is hard Holly is sexy Fucking hard I need some Polly sanity yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you <laughs> supposed to do? I thought. Don't you have some shit to say or something?
3: Uh, don't I always have some shit to uh, say?
0: <laughs> I'm my like, notes I'll are like, three pages listen. For long. your peace of mind, something, Polly. If you're Polly, it's okay. No, no Lots we of don't different... have
3: an intro for Polly Sanity.
0: I just played an intro.
1: No, that's a jingle. Oh, uh, yeah. God, he doesn't even know. Doesn't he know his shit? Uh, Jesus Christ! It's only wow. show 131. All, All right, right. So you just read that on the, the board. Sh- you
0: don't. Don't act like you know <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
1: That's why I write the board,
0: Boogie.
3: So so you can know
0: stuff. Okay, go.
3: This is uh, in our series that we have been discussing for the past few months. Dr. Justin Laymiller is the director of the Social Psychology Program at Ball State University, a faculty affiliate of the Kinsey Institute, and author of the blog Sex and Psychology. Uh, And just a little backstory, he and his colleagues conducted uh, an online survey of over 3,500 adults, and they found some pretty interesting things. So, and this is a a really long studies, but if you're interested, I highly encourage you read the whole thing. But basically he breaks it down into four basic findings. And in the past few months, as I said, we've talked about number one, number two, and now we're going to hit number three, which is polyamorous people resist being easily categorized. He says people who are polyamorous don't just shun traditional relationship labels and practices. They also have a tendency not to divide the world into just male, female, or gay and straight. In fact, compared to all other studies of sex and relationships I've ever conducted, our polysample yielded the highest rates of both non-binary gender identities and alternative sexualities, which raises the question, are people with diverse gender and sexual identities more drawn to polyamory? Or does polyamory lead people to acknowledge aspects of themselves that they may not otherwise feel comfortable doing if they were completely monogamous?
0: Hum. Hmm. Hmm. Well, now I'm gonna say, gay. <laughs> gay. Uh, You're yeah. gay, aren't you? This is
1: gonna be a thing
3: now. You're oh, gay. Oh, You're
0: poly. Gay. <laughs> poly. Gay. 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 Poly. Uh,
1: I gotta tell my girls now. You're gay.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. I'm gay and I'm poly. <laughs> I don't know. I hear that question. and I'm like both.
1: I agree. Both It seems both because
0: it's nothing's a guarantee. No, but I think both of those. What are the two choice? Read those both two choices again. What? No, read the the thing.
3: Well, it's either one is drawn to the other. It's one <laughs> okay. I, or, or one, one brings out the. Brings do people out one? who are non you know, gender, binary, whatever, are they drawn to polyamory? Or does the fact that you are polyamory naturally lead you you, to... Yeah, to explore other areas?
0: Yeah, I'm going to say that yes. I mean, so many things in this lifestyle, the answer is yes, because it could be one or the other. I think people... But it really depends on your environment. I mean, there's a lot of really uptight, stuck-up gay people that aren't willing to think outside of the box, just like there's straight people that are stuck up and, and won't think outside of the box. I think there's also polyamory people that are stuck into, this is the correct way to do polyamory. So those people aren't really thinking outside of the box. I think both of those lifestyles, because socially you're being kind of oppressed, um, you kind of have to defend yourself. And whenever you have to defend yourself, that means you need information so you cannot look like an asshole when you defend yourself, which kind of forces you to think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I think during those kind of discussions with yourself, that's when you maybe start asking more questions because you kind of have to be a little more liberal with yourself. That's my bullshit. Well,
1: I think, too, that you're you're given the space and you feel safe to where you can openly look and see inside of yourself a little bit more than what you would if you were, you know, putting yourself in a box like um, I would have never thought that I would have been sexually attracted to a woman before I came into the kink lifestyle and started being poly because that was never an option for me being monogamous married with two young children. So I think it just kind of helps open up things and and you go, huh. Yeah, I think I kind of like that.
0: And you think that's that could be more. And once again, I think that could go back to: Are you in a poly community? Are you in a, yeah. a you know non bind whatever the list, non-binary gender fluid? Are you in that community? Because whenever you get in a community of people that are having like an alternative, progressive kind mm-hmm. of relationship, or what appears to be progressive, you maybe talk more. You talk more about it. Whereas I think people in just you know, the majority of people in a regular het, monogamous kind of right. heading towards marriage and babies thing, which is most of our culture. Um, they just don't really have those conversations because they're not exploring themselves. Yeah. So they're not I, open, I, I mean, but it. it also depends on what you're going because I'm, I'm, I'm polyamorous. Um, I've been polyamorous for a long time, but I'm, I mean, at this point I, I don't, I don't feel it change because I think that kind of, Did I almost say presupposes? I I don't think. (laughs) If
3: you did. (laughs) If I did.
0: um, It kind of assumes that everyone is is secretly bisexual or gay or something. And maybe that's not the case because I sure I'm still not attracted to dudes. um, And and I am polyamorous.
3: No, but he's talking just basically about being uh, more open minded. Sure. And which yeah. one leads you to which. I mean, this is basically, this is his study. And granted, it was a lot of people. It was over 3,500 people. It's a good wow. study. But to yeah. find that that um, most of those people either identified as non-binary genders, like genderqueer, or alternative sexualities, like pansexual, oh, right. that's pretty astounding. I, I think yeah. that, but Frank, how you get there was the question that he asked
0: at the end. Yeah, I don't think this is a chicken or the egg thing. No, I
3: think every individual is going to find something different. I mean, I know for me, I just naturally, I didn't have to come into the BDSM community to start being curious about polyamory. I I just naturally questioned all that stuff from a very early age. I didn't understand why I had to choose men or women. I didn't understand why I could only have one partner. Mm. Um, None of that stuff ever made sense to me. But I have met people who started exploring their kinky side and once you open that gate it's right. hard to close it and you start maybe delving into areas that that you'd never even considered going into but now that you've done it for here why not other areas of your life if this and particularly if this area has made you very happy if right. this has made you feel fulfilled you'll sure. s- you'll be much more uh you know willing to explore other and i areas. think if
0: you're in an environment i which is like here, let's just say Threshold or or the BDSM King community or the gay community, I think there's just so, you're so not judged for things. I mean, not saying we don't have people that are judgmental and that we still, if we're all honest, we still judge people, we're still prejudiced. But in general, there's just so much kind of encouragement of people to explore themselves that it just creates an environment where if you don't have those... Those barriers that you had in your religious background or your, you know, traditional conservative kind of uh, background that you're more likely to try things. And if you're more likely to try things, you're more likely to like a number of those things.
1: That's true. Or uh, you can Hmm. just like find out more about yourself like, oh, no, I don't think so. Thank you, though.
0: Then I'm not gay.
1: No, I'm gay.
0: Said I was gay. Gay, gay. <laughs> just, just no. You got to do it real. Just like, just like, trying to slurring drunk. Just that so she's gay. Her, her final, no, no, final, th- gay.
1: Gay. Just, <laughs> just gay. You're gay.
0: It's like whisper it.
1: Why do you do this now?
3: Everyone's going to be coming up to you he going was, gay. I don't give a
0: shit, and I'll go. Maybe suck a bag it Maybe, Maybe. <laughs> sucking dicks.
3: But you know, all here, we all talking about. Uh, very intellectually, how this can happen? You know, a lot of times it's like kid in a candy store. Mm-hmm. You yeah. finally, fe- you're an adult. You you work in your 40 plus hours. You got your kids, and you finally let loose and start exploring some avenue <laughs> that you've always wanted to. It's hard not to Sounds keep going. Like me,
1: yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true, Michelle. You are a big ol' whore. I am
3: big ol' whore.
0: <laughs> Bigums. <laughs>
1: Five scene a night. Uh,
0: Come here, baby. Scene <laughs> a night.
1: Chinga, chinga.
4: Take a number.
1: <laughs> she
3: does
4: I, I think it would be awesome if she one had one like that, that red
0: ticket counter that you get at the butcher? <laughs> yes,
1: that's you. Take a number for Michelle,
3: <laughs> and then she and has
0: I'll, like the counter I'll on the talk. wall, serving <laughs> number seventy-two. <laughs> one
1: time I topped and bottomed like like different scenes, just in and out. It was oh, amazing. Michelle.
3: Yeah. No one enjoys this lifestyle more than you. I do.
1: Maybe enjoy. Misty.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do what? pretty good. Eh,
3: you're gay. Gays. <laughs>
0: <sighs> it's true.
3: Do we have to check in with Unger at all? Is anything going on? Unger, here?
0: Unger, uh, Unger? Uh, Unger. Come is on. It? Come on. What are you waiting for? Ask me the question. Uh, well, is is? I mean, I don't want to interrupt. Come on! I don't oh want no! to no! inter- interrupt your crap ass celebration or whatever. Crap ass. <laughs> <laughs> Krampus. Krampus.
4: <laughs> the
0: guy with twigs.
4: What? Twigs and Krampus. Uses the twigs to beat people. Come on.
0: <laughs> twig beater. Dude, I got twigs. My Michelle's like twigs. <laughs> Urethra, twig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, come on. Uh, hey, you know, they didn't have urethral sounds 200 years ago. They had to be creative. Twins you, in the pee hole? You think people just discovered, like, when urethral sounds came out, hey, I'd really like yeah. to put something in my pee hole. <laughs> I bet they were thinking about this thousands of years ago, and Og and Tog were out there fucking jerking it on rocks. <gasps> and- oh,
1: I wonder if they did dick to dick instead of ass to ass.
2: <gasps> <Ooh. Dick>. Michelle,
1: <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> dick to dick? I gotta do that. Og. Oh, I gotta do that. Right. I need no. two boys to sound. Next domination. Really oh, oh, like and a double-ended yeah! dildo
0: sounding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the dicks to dicks. And then they, yeah.
3: Hunger yeah. uh. <laughs> still waiting uh. to be asked. What? <laughs> What's going on in the chat room? I Unger? blame
0: myself for that visual. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was awful. Thank you, Hunger. Anything going on in the chat? Please say something. Hat. We're talking about video games. Yay. <laughs>
4: Yay.
0: Somehow. So we got started about how
4: people don't want to play EA games. It's just a thing.
0: What's wrong with EA games?
4: Happy EA? is nodding his head. EA is a, a game company. <laughs> That's
0: like mostly sports huh? games and stuff, right?
4: Some, but they've also just put out um. most of the Star Wars games are on EA now.
0: Oh, yeah. People are bitching about the Star Wars games. I don't even know. We should have a kinky. Well, nah, never no, never mind. We don't have any games that. Hey, oh, oh, my God. What okay so I'm on Steam and I bought I bought Wolfen no even better (laughs) even better Wolfenstein a new order Wolfenstein was one of the OG 3D games right
4: one of the very first first person shooters
0: one of the first first person shooters so I'm like all right so I got you know the old blood and it was in a deal package with the uh, you know whatever the new order. You know, where the guy wakes up, he's been in an asylum for 15 years, and the Germans actually won the war and dropped a bomb on the U.S. and had to surrender. So you got to kill a lot of Nazis. Nazis are always getting the short end of the stick, and it's always demonology and shit like that, which is great. But there is actually a scene for the perv nerds, and you usually do not get this in any video game. They'll show you all the violence, blood, guts, and whatever, but you will never see sex. Ever! And in the middle of this, too many cinematics. I fucking usually hate cinematics. And I was cursing the cinematics until all of a sudden, the all of a sudden you see this fucking gorgeous fucking Polish chick fucking riding the dude side boob, fucking nipple, the whole thing. And, and you just, it was like, obviously they're going to go die at some point. But, but just saw it in a game. Wolfenstein, New Order. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just thought you'd, any pervs out there. They'll understand, because we clearly do they understand. When you're... Look, <laughs> Kathy.
1: I don't get it.
0: When you are a young, horny man...
1: Is this like Doom?
0: It's like Doom. <laughs> it's like a like okay. kind of Doom. But you it, you get a gun, and you got a scope. A third-person shooter means you are... A first-person shooter means you are... The point of view is the gun, and you look at the world around you, up, down, everywhere.
3: I get it. I saw Hardcore Henry.
0: Okay, good. So you can look around. So when you get a scope... You have a rifle and it has a scope, and now you can zoom in zzz, and then shoot the guy in the head and blow his head up like a fucking grape. All okay. Right. But what are you going to do while you're looking around this world? Hey, look, there's a female character. I'm going to zoom in on her fucking pussy. I'm going to zoom in on her ass and jerk off when you're fucking, you know, 14 years old sitting at the computer and you're just like, hey, hey, hey look, boobs, because they have boobs. And, and every year they get better and more jiggly and more amazing. So you actually zoom in. So to a gamer and they never in mainstream games, they don't put sex because like you can have all the violence you want. But you put a boob in there, man. The fucking Christians love a fucking conniption fit. <laughs> so that's so true so in a game that's like this you're like oh my god she's naked she's riding him her boobs shaking it looks actually because you can't see him which is even better you just see her riding him see sticks is like you've played it haven't Uh. you you know the scene it was very proud moment there was one video game i'm going to digress because we're short on the show there was one game that knew that the kids were looking through a scope i think it was sin sin emergence or something like that another first person shooter and you would put the scope you would like kneel cuz you always do that you like here's the hot chick character and she's you know a cg character whatever and you kneel in front of her and you try to get your face as close to her ass as you can or her tits or whatever and in this one if you put the scope on her on her ass like literally after like 15 seconds of doing it she'll all of a sudden go i didn't really take you for an ass man
5: <laughs> the game will
0: start talking <laughs> she'll start fucking with you i love it you zoom in on her pussy oh. and i swear to god she's like you know isn't it against company policy for fraternization? Oh, God. She like has like seven things to do. All of a sudden, just to be caught by a video game, to be caught perving on a video game. And I heard it at first. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dick in my hand. <laughs> 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 and then all of a sudden I went, I ah,
1: that
2: is the greatest That's thing I great. have ever
1: seen in my <laughs> life. So a little bit of humiliation in there with A little it, bit. I
0: just thought like it was that. amazing, and so now I just go yeah, back, and I'm like, that's right, bitch, you like it. You like it when I look at your fucking virtual non-camel-toe cooter.
3: You're definitely not gay. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> love
0: is less than nice. Yeah, yeah. You may need some fucking advice right now.
3: So it's really important that you don't listen to a word we say, because we are not therapists.
0: I am. Nope. No. I am. Nope. But no, I got a scope. Therapist. I got a scope, <laughs> and I saw some side boob on Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now I'm excited like Unger with Krumpus.
1: Come on, <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my God! <laughs>
3: Loud Unger. <laughs> Is he really like this? Because he got enough sleep. I think oh so. Lord.
0: Have you ever seen him like this? No, never. Oh I think he's God. still hopped
4: up on Nyquil then you'd have dream dm hunger which we haven't had in a while <laughs> oh, which yeah, might need to come out true. again because i might need, be sick next week i don't know
0: <gasps> i might be sick i don't know he has it in his day planner <laughs> i know
3: next week i plan Thursday, to be sick i will be
0: sick <laughs> <laughs> all right bring us out kathy what do we got here
3: uh nicole wrote to us and if you recall nicole wrote a while ago asking cool. us for advice on how she how to turn off her little when she's around her kids
0: Remember okay, right, 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 I kind of yeah. do remember that. Okay. She
3: says, just over seven months ago, you all helped me with a very sticky situation and you were spot on with your advice. Thank you. You were definitely right, especially Boogie, whom it pains me to say was completely correct about phrasing and daddy having to work on his own shit. But we've gotten almost everything totally ironed out and we are by far the happiest we've ever been with a stronger relationship than I ever thought possible.
0: That is, that is very good.
3: All that said, it does lead me to a question. We, like so many others, were introduced to the lifestyle by Fifty Shades of Grey. However, this seems to be practically taboo against the scene, and I don't understand why. Is it because it's such a big part of pop culture? Certainly it's not because Christian and Anna don't fit the norm, because that's one of BDSM's most awesome features. There truly isn't a norm. Every relationship will be a little bit different. The first movie portrayed Christian as an absolute asshole, so I can understand the community not wanting that kind of behavior associated with them, but even that seems a stretch for how sacrilegious the series is seen. I truly don't understand, but I've only been in the life for about two years, so maybe I don't get it. P.S. I'm also a reverse pee zam We have two now.
0: Congratulations.
3: (laughs) Please don't do that. That's very annoying and it hurts. (laughs) Stop Ew. batching your forehead into the mic.
0: Ugh.
3: Is he done?
1: Where's Muse Pussy and just Bashing in the I
0: know <laughs> Jesus Christ What is it She, she did that today Her <laughs> assault Her <laughs> offense was She's like we're talking shit to each other and, and she's like don't make me get up daddy And I'm like you know oh. your lips are flapping like this And they ain't doing nothing She's like I'll do it And I say you keep doing it Your lips flapping like the wind And she's all, all right And she gets up and she runs over And I pick her up and I throw her on the table And she goes fuck me daddy <laughs> <laughs> I go, your offense was horrible. Your offense instilled fear in nobody. <laughs> yeah, it
1: Sounds Just, like me and Poppy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm all, this this was the offense that you mounted, God damn it! Uh, I bang my head against this because, uh, and not for the listener, and not for the people that enjoyed Fifty Shades of Grey as a romantic uh, novel or movies or whatever, the 20 million plus people that were into it. I bang my head at the uptight pieces of shit in fringe communities that, uh, or not even in fringe communities, we have tons of them here, that just like they take this, this thing of pride as though Fifty Shades of Grey was a fucking documentary, it was a fucking movie a fictional movie Mm -hmm. why are people so hung up on a fictional movie people for as long as there have been movies people have been misrepresenting history they've been misrepresenting characters in history they've been telling half truths it's a a story but people want to identify and be righteous it brought 20 million people middle aged and grandmas curious about kinky sex it, who cares if you like the fucking movie? It got people talking about kink, and I think that's an exceptional thing. That's my I take. I agree.
3: Papi Ramon, do you have something to say?
6: Oh, just... Oh, there's people walking.
0: Oh, mm. good Lord. I don't
6: know. Dead air,
0: boogie. What? Dead air. Well, then don't offer it to You're someone gay. who's obviously clearly not ready gay. to say something. Oh, my what God! What do you think?
3: Yes, what do you stop think? talking. What do you think? Uh That would be good.
6: Okay, so I was tricked into reading the first book. Not the movie. I didn't watch the movie. I read the first book. Before it, really. Sure. A friend of mine read it. She's like, Oh, have you read this book? I'm like, No. She's like, You should read it. And I said, Why? So, because no one else will read it. Oh, and it's got kinky fuckery. I'm like, All right, I'm in. (laughs) So I started reading it. I saw where it was going. The reason I hate it, because I was already in the community when this happened. And it represents the community in a very bad way. Because. He did a lot of very non-consensual things to basically a new person and a virgin, which in the book, he's trying to start this DS yeah, relationship. Exactly. She mentions, oh, I'm a virgin. He gets pissed off, says what? And then proceeds to just take her in the room and fuck her. Okay. So pretty much didn't really consent. To it, and De- she's just like, okay, I took your virginity.
0: You mean and in this <laughs> fictional movie that, right. that someone got and raped it, in and a I fictional I know it's movie. it's
6: fictional and everything, but mm-hmm. it's, like you said, it's, it's bringing people in the community but it's bringing the a false vision of the community. And I think that's what a lot of people are upset about. That's what kind of not upset me, but I'm like, no, this is not a good representation. People are gonna come in thinking this is it. If they if they're stupid totally enough if they're
0: stupid enough to believe a
6: fictional story as fact,
0: then yes. We have big. You have bigger problems. If you watch Star Wars and you fucking hate James Earl Jones because he voiced fucking Darth Vader, you have psychological fucking difficulties in your head, and you shouldn't be in the community anyway because you should see a therapist. It's a fiction. Yeah, but it's
6: represented as a possible Star Wars. You know, it wasn't presented as a possible. Who the fuck owns a a billionaire
0: with a helicopter? Did you see the secretary? Did you see the did you see the dysfunction in that relationship? I did not. That that was non consensual. That was completely. He just bent her over and spanked her, and it just on the off chance that she was fucking into it. It's a movie.
3: Well, here's here, this is the problem that I have with it. You're right that it brought people who were already leaning in that direction into the community, and that's great. And if they have a a an I don't know an opinion of what it's like based on on that, then the community will at some point you know turn Hopefully that around. Educate them. But we just got finished talking about how people you know somebody coming out to their parents, coming out to their family about being kinky, about being poly, about being gay. Uh, we even just illustrated all these examples in which people will their first gut reaction will be, and sometimes it 's not just their gut reaction they will continue with that assumption, oh my god, you're being abused, oh my By God, a guy with a it... helicopter i 'm talking about when people come out to their sure. parents or their family about something that they don't understand. people have preconceived notions about what these things are, and those preconceived notions they come from a place of ignorance Now you and I both know that we're, people are not smart. People yeah. are dumb. People no. will see those things and think of them as real. And it's the same r- uh, reason why polyamorous <laughs> people have a hard time explaining that because what we know, what the general public knows about polyamory is those horrible fiction series in which polyamory is done by religious people as an excuse for uh, marrying underage women. Okay? Right. Uh, not, right. So let me, So now... Yeah. So you have these preconceived notions. I don't care what happens. So I'm not too concerned about the people that it brought into the community. I think that's great because they should be in the community in a place where they're going to hopefully understand what it is and what it isn't. What is upsetting me is that it it is a long, tough, uphill battle to get most people to understand that for the most part, people who engage in BDSM or kinky activities are not mentally disturbed. It is only recently Mm -hmm. that it's been declassified. Sure. All right. If you are already fighting that long uphill battle, the last thing we fucking want is a hugely popular movie that portrays it, the BDSM community, exactly as it isn't. Because it is already a tough fight, and now you have just fucking tripled it. You fucking cunt whore for writing this piece of shit series that is absolutely horrible. And you know, oh I'm gosh. I'm so glad that you have so much money now. That's great. Now the rest of us will go back and continue to fight what was already a tough battle, and now I, it has I, made I, it I ten I times harder. I completely,
0: I have never disagreed she's with such you. A
1: bad,
3: right? Absolutely oh my God, more, it's absolutely
0: horrible, horrible. ever more. I have had more conversations. See, because I'm not afraid to have a conversation with somebody when they say, oh, I've n- first off, I've never had a single human out of the hundreds of people I've met since Fifty Shades of Grey come in out. In the community. That talk about or that go online or are on FetLife or are reaching out and trying to find out that have said, wow, you know, they did this in Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm going to do that too. And even if they did what a wonderful opportunity for me as somebody who has been in the real bdsm community that understands a little bit about consent and understands about you know how to communicate with people and what's in the best interest for each others and dealing with triggers and stuff like that what a great opportunity for me to go hey i understand that it was like that in the book that's 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 a neat movie and 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 some people thought it was real sexy here's how we really do it and now i have an opportunity to have a conversation that if that book hadn't have been written, we would have never been having because that would have been twenty million less. there hasn't been another one since that was the one of that generation. I mean we've had a few the secretary brought people out story of o oh, whatever you know some of them, and all of those had things in it that were not necessarily what we would say would be good for a new person. But we got to have conversations with people and then stand up for our community and say, hey, I'm glad that you're talking about this. Now let's have a conversation. I'm not afraid of that conversation. And I just think we can say it's shit. You can judge however it is. But I think that it has been farm our fucking club at Threshold is three times the attendance that it was before these movies because this movie brought people out and it gave us an opportunity to educate them. I
3: agree with you and I I agree with you. The people that we see come into the community are the ones we want coming in here so we can educate you and show you the right way. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the other half of society that has no idea what we do, doesn't want to know what we do and has preconceived notions about what we do.
0: Then they were just using that movie as a scapegoat to blame us to say, "Look, it, we're perpetuating." They weren't using it's it a as fiction. a fiction. No, absolutely not.
1: It, it put the wrong idea into
5: their heads of what it, what it
1: is.
0: If they believe that a fiction is truth, if there's somebody <laughs> that does that, then you got a problem anyway.
5: Well, I, I guess what I what, what I wanted to to say was that basically, like you've taken something that all the people are passionate about and you've reduced it to a punchline. And so like you already have something that's sort of like, you know, you're already trying to get some sort of legitimate maybe consideration if you're if you're wanting to have a relationship a certain way and you basically have a whole community that's just going to mock you. The people like she's like what Kathy's saying, you're not having. The people who come to the dungeon are already like, well, this seems kind of interesting. It's those aren't the conversations that are really happening. It's it's the mockery that's outside of that. We're like, "Oh yeah, that's the oh kinky people. Those are the people that are reaping virgins or you know." Don't see it. I you
0: know, Miss D's going tomorrow to uh, a fucking two panels that I used to do a lot with her before my eyes went shit. And those are hundreds of college students and 90% of them have no idea what kink is. And they're not giving those judgments. We're speaking to hundreds of non-kinky kids and they are asking honest questions and a lot of it because of that movie.
5: Yeah, but you've given pop culture like, you know, like that's if that's your introduction to it, you're kind of like fighting the battle from underneath. Like it, it didn't have to be that way. They could have done a better film. But can
0: you get I'm sure like, <laughs> I'm sure it could have been better if, you know, we could all say they should have done this like this. I'm sure every Quentin Tarantino movie there's people that are going to say, God, I wish why does he focus so much on race and using the N-word in every fucking we could say so many, you know, that's that's pushing, that's pushing, (laughs) that's uh, perpetuating racism because certain people really uh, get off on, on hearing that in all of these movies and the violence and people can say that oh, we're trying to teach people not to be violent, but there's so much violence. They're movies, they're stories people are making up and there should be a certain grain of salt that humans take and say, that's not my kind of movie, that's not my kind of story, but if you want to talk and debate the philosophies of that movie, now we're having a conversation.
5: Yeah, I mean, you're lucky if someone gives you the conversation on it, and most people will just take it as like a dismissive. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad that there's people that are going to these lectures and are getting something out of that, but by and large, people are pretty much already, they've made their mind up and they think it's like, you know, that's, that's crap or and, whatever.
0: And what my point is, is if people are going to make their judgment based on a fictional movie then they got bigger problems. They're already ready to judge me.
3: But that's most of society anyway. So what I'm saying is that it just made it harder. That's all I'm saying. It made it 10 times harder for us to do what what this show sets out to do because people who are around the fringes and are like, I don't really want, I'm not sure, and they come in because of that book or because of the secretary or others. I think that's great. But I don't think that you and I or a lot of us come into a, contact a lot with outside of this community. But
0: the people that are coming to this community, those fringe people that are coming to this community, and we're educating them, guess where they're going? They're going back to their families that are judging the BDSM lifestyle and having stories of coming out.
2: That, but
3: that's great. Having, that's, but what I'm that's saying the, is, the battle that happens you're, one you're, person at a time, one family at a time. And that's, that's great. Right. And it's what and needs they to continue happening
0: because of a shitty fucking movie. But
3: that's great. I'm not arguing with you. I've said again, I think it's great that the, all those movies, whether it's Story of O or Secretary or Fifty Shades of Pukey Grey, because it's a horrible book, in my opinion. That's fine. Bring them out to the community. Come to our classes. We'll teach you all that shit. You step out of line, we'll tell you how you stepped out of line.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. think it. But I don't I'm, think it's made I'm talking it ten times the, harder I, for us to do our job. I think I, I think, if anything, our job is fucking easier. I don't. Because we now have something to talk about with people. We now have a road to have a conversation. It's not like that movie. I
1: have so many boys who message me, and they're like, Please, mistress, may I come to the munch? Am I allowed? Um... Yeah, it's a free thing. Please, Mistress, may I come to the to the party and you know I'm <laughs> like,
3: They have the
0: fantasy uh, in their head yeah, that they're supposed to you say. May
3: come Oh, you poor thing. That's right. You're the one who gets all these messages. I get so many
1: messages.
0: Well, you're a whore. You 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 got to weed out the frogs.
1: But, you know, they come and they think that this, you know, just barrage of femdoms are going to come and take them and put shit in their asses and, you know, just tie them down and... (laughs) And uh, dude, that no, I, you I them and fuck 'em. Oh yeah, you know, and them. sit on their face and shit <laughs> on them. But you know, dude, it's like I could tell them. I'm like, no, no, this is not how it works. I no, I will not be your foot sl- You know, you know, you cannot be my foot slave. I do not know you. And is this you know, that fabulous domination munch I've heard you talk so it much of? Is the uh, domination Jesus. munch?
3: And when is this munch,
0: Michelle?
1: It is on the uh, third Thursday of every month at the Noho Diner on Magnolia. I had to that get That was the segue plug-in. away from
0: the <laughs> fucking top. whatever. Yes, are done. We right. can agree. <laughs> I, I I'm glad that there's shitty stories out there that make people curious, even if they're shitty stories. Doesn't doesn't munch. doesn't bother me, <laughs> come but <to> my <laughs> come to, come to your munch. Even if you're gay, muncher box. Okay. Hey, gay. let's just light some birthday cake. Gay. Did you just almost stand on my burnt cupcake? You just <laughs> got on the table, and I swear she was an inch away from crushing failure cake.
3: It's not failure cake. The top is it's, delicious.
0: I'm sure this. Just I, the tip. I can. I'm okay with my. Uh, go ahead and light those, and I guess we'll sing. Uh, our, 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 I don't even know what this thing is.
2: Happy birthday.
0: Kathy. You're a pervert. Get your spankings. Happy birthday. <laughs> Whips and crops and gains. Oh, thank you. There, oh. There's the lighting. The Bring them over. Bring them up, we need someone else to bring. Your cake and beat it too. Whack whack whack
2: whack!
0: (laughs) Yeah Okay, blow on retarded candle first. Yay. Yay. Yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Kathy! Thank you,
3: yay! And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record. It. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold. Find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, especially to Anger and everyone in the chat room. Ah!
5: Woo! Krampus!
2: One <laughs> <laughs>
0: Krampus! Krampus! <laughs> Two Bunny and Mew!
2: Woo! <laughs>
3: I'm sorry I forget. Thank you, Michelle, for <laughs> guest hosting tonight. My pleasure. And everybody else, uh, I can't even name. They're all behind
0: me. You, put on, okay. you put on a princess crown and you just turned to shit. I
3: don't remember anything. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com.
0: And finally, we will be here next week for show 132. We are just uh, trudging along. There's a song and it's coming up and I don't know what it is and where we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to do it now. See you guys next week. People around the world rely on therapy and religion to, like, help them cope when things are bad or when people hurt and kill them. But, like, that's too much stuff to remember. And most religions are lame. So when life poops in my sunroof, I call up my friends and say, Let's go get a pedicure, cause sometimes life can suck. Let's go get a pedicure, and then we'll go and drink margaritas. My friend Jessica's boyfriend is ugly, and he treats her just like crap. He doesn't care about her feelings. It's like he's totally not interested. He won't put his mouth on her poonanner. And he calls her dumb and fat? Oh my god. So I hired an ex-inmate to butt-rape him. And I took her by the hand and said... Let's go get a pedicure Cause sometimes life can suck Let's go get a pedicure And then we'll go and drink margaritas Cause a pedicure makes your toes look cute You deserve to be pampered, and it feels real good A pedicure can fill you with hope A pedicure should be blessed by the Pope He unum The president gave a speech today About the budget crisis and, like, war So I drove to the White House, popped the fence And kicked in the Oval Office door I said it's obvious what we're doing's not working And we need an ingenious plan so before the CIA tackled me, I saluted our flag and sang to the president. Let's go get a pedicure. Cause sometimes life can suck. Let's go get a pedicure. And then we'll go and drink margarita. Goodbye. Let's go get a life can suck. Let's go get a pedicure, and then we'll go and drink margarita. Woo-hoo! Pedicure, pedicure, pedicure. Totally. Pedicure, pedicure, pedicure pedicure. Ugh. pedicure. pedicure, pedicure, pedicure. I know. Pedicure, 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 pedicure. Oh,